Welcome to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. We are delighted that you have joined us live on Facebook at KLTT Online, 670 AM KLTT, and on KLDC Online at 1220 AM KLDC, and on ctkradio.org. In addition, you can watch Get Connected on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries. For those viewing on Facebook, please share Bishop Ajala's message with others so that they too can be blessed. We invite you to call in or email us your prayer requests. To call, you may call 720-859-1737 or email us at info at kcconline.org. Now, let's get ready for the word of faith. Here is Bishop Ajala. Have you ever, ever felt that you are alone? <clears throat> Have you ever felt overwhelmed? Have you ever felt that you are swimming against the tide? Have you ever felt that, you know, am I losing my mind? Have you ever felt, am I reading the Bible, understanding it? Why am I having this kind of feeling? Have you ever been in a position where you feel as if, why is it difficult for me? to flow with what majority, quote-unquote, of believers are saying. And you feel lonely and alone. <clears throat> you are not alone. There was a man in the Bible times by the name Jeremiah. He was a prophet, and everything he was saying was contrary to what majority of his people were saying. But... Simply because your, your voice does not rhyme with the majority of church people does not make you wrong. Now, you may be wrong. Let's give room for that error. But it's not always mean you are wrong. Now, Jeremiah has gone through that many times in his life. And he got to a point in his life that he even went to God... <clears throat> And he said to God, I am not going to preach the word anymore. I am not going to talk about the, your word anymore. These people, I'm tired of being the only one saying something different. All of them are saying something different. Why am I the only one saying this? I'm not preaching your word anymore, Jeremiah said to God. But then he suddenly remembered and he said, but your word is like a fire in my bones. Your word is like a fire in my bone. In other words, what am I going to do if I don't preach your word? What am I going to do if I don't, if I don't say your word? Now watch this. When he got to Lamentation chapter 3, <clears throat> Lamentation chapter 3, verse 658, Jeremiah said, Lord, I'm grateful for one thing. And what was it? You took up my case. You took up my case, you redeemed my life. You took up my case. In other words, God, I am grateful when I thought I was alone, you are pleading for me. The word, New King James says, you 
plead my case. You pled for me. You, you stood in. You advocate for me. And I want to talk to you today on what I call, Lord, thank you for pleading my case. Thank you for pleading my case. Have you ever been to the place where uh, everybody was saying, peace, 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 when God put on your mouth and said, no, war. Or you are the place where everybody is saying, war, war, war. And God says, peace. And when you are saying it, everybody looks at you and they say, oh, where did he get that from? That's not what prophet so-so-so says. That's what not what prophet uh, Brian said. That's not what prophet Kamalu said. That's not what prophet Jaworski said. Brother, regardless of what the prophet says, as long as you are not deceiving yourself, say what God has said. Pronounce it what God has declared in your heart. Sister, don't look at what any other person says. If as long as you know you are not deceiving yourself, as long as you know that your prophecy is not based on bitterness and is not based on your own prejudice, if it is based purely on what God said to you on the word of God, believe me, it is okay to swim against the flow sometimes. It is okay to swim against the flow. Jeremiah said, Lord, you took up my case. You redeemed my life. And I'm grateful for that. Listen, when I remember what the Lord has done for me, it's too late to go back. It's too late. I want you to start saying what God says. Last week, I was talking on how to engrave the word of God in our heart. And I told you that one of the ways, in fact, the only, the most effective way that you engrave, you write the word of God in your heart is through your mouth. When you declare it with your tongue, Psalm 45 verse 1 says, my tongue is like the pen of a ready writer. My tongue is like the pen of a ready writer. Confess the word of God. Confess the word of God. The Bible says, perilous times we come. Uh, perilous times we come. When people will begin to say things that God didn't say. And many will be deceived. Even some elect will be deceived. I am asking you to think again. Ask yourself, what I am saying, was it given to me by God? Or I'm just saying it to be correct politically? Because a lot of people will say, and God told me, to which I always ask them, in what language? In what language? English, French, Spanish, Spanglish, whatever. What do you think? What was the language? <clears throat> In 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Bible says, know this. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. In the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemers. Disobedient to pray parents. Unthankful. 
unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Now watch verse 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Having a form of godliness. In other words, they appear to be righteous. On Sun in our Sunday service, I said some people came to Jesus in Luke chapter 20, verse, um, chapter 22, verse 22, pretending to be righteous. Pretending to be righteous. These guys have form of godliness, but deny its power. And the Bible says, Paul wrote it to Timothy, says, and from such people, turn away. Don't even argue with them. Don't even worry about their opinion. Because remember, we are in perilous time. Perilous times in which they watch the progression. Number one, they are lover of themselves. It's me first. I don't care who I give coronavirus to as long as I am comfortable. I don't care who I, I, I busted their meeting as long as I am comfortable. May I be very clear to you, if you go around destroying other people's property in the name of protest, you are a lover of yourself. If you go and destroy other people's property in the name of protest, you are a lover of yourself, you are proud, you are unforgiving, you are haughty, you love pleasure than you love God. Now, the other side, if you decided that you will shoot and kill people just because you can do it and get away with it because you know this government will protect you, you are lover of yourself. That is not the kingdom of God. We must return to the kingdom of God so that God can plead our case. You have been pleading your own case for too long. It's time you allow God to plead your case. And I'm talking to both of you on the right and on the left. Let me tell you is in the center. Jesus is in the center. And he reaches with his two hands, stretched to the left and to the right, waiting for any of you that would touch him so can bring you back. And any pastor that is trying to preach to divide you and push you to one end or the other is an antichrist. That is not the spirit of Christ. I don't care which country you are. Let me tell you this. Christ will plead your case. God said something to me many years ago. He said, until you stop fighting, I won't start fighting. He said, when you fight, I fold. But when you fold your hand, I fight. When you fight for yourself, I will fold my hand. And I will watch and see how long this will take you. But when you fold your arm and you cry to me and say, I am helpless. 
These people are stronger than me. Then I will fight. I will fight. Listen, I am calling us to go back to the place of prayer. You see, don't, don't, don't go around justifying hate. Don't go around justifying hate. Don't go around trying to megaphone hate and bigotry and unforgiveness. And, and, you know, some of you, you are only waiting to see somebody to tweet something that will cause inflammatory um, emotion. And you begin to retweet it. You begin, it is not the way of Christ. It is not the way of Christ. I am, I am, I, 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 I am so burdened for United States of America. Not because sinners are sinning. Because that is why we are the church to bring sinners to Christ. But I am burdened because saints have lost their value. They have lost their focus. They have lost the meaning of being a Christian. We have lost that and we are losing it so fast. That's why young ones don't want to have anything to do with church no more. We are not presenting Christ in his beauty. We are presenting ourselves in our ugliness and calling it Christ. Let me tell you, no politician can do anything to produce hate in you. What politician can do is they can squeeze you and then hate that is already in you will now begin to come out. Politicians can never make you to become a bigot. No, but they can do things and say things that will elicit the bigotry in you. And you yourself, you don't even know it's there. And let me tell you this, you can go to places where people will use Bible to justify hate. They will use Bible to justify violence. That is not the God that we serve. We need to return to the Bible, return to God, and let God plead your case. I am grateful to my God who constantly plead my case. The Bible says he took up my case and he redeemed me. I will be right back after this. Thank you, Bishop, for that word that is needed in this day and in this hour. Lord, thank you for pleading my case. Listeners, we'll be back with more of that powerful word in just a few moments. But first, we want to share with you some important announcements. We want to remind you that Kingdom Connection Christian Center is open for in-person services every Sunday. The first service is at 8.30, the second service at 10 a.m., and the third service at 11.30 a.m. Also, on Wednesdays and Fridays, we are open for in-person services. We will be following all CDC guidelines, and you are welcome to join us. We also want to invite you to join us for our Spirit and the Word Conference that will be held September 23rd through the 27th, Wednesday through Saturday from 7 to 8 p.m. and Sunday at our regular service times. You do not want to miss this dynamic conference where our very own Bishop Israel Ade Ajala will be ministering the Word. The conference will be in person with services online as well. 
Today at Kingdom Connection Christian Center, we will be giving away free groceries. Yes, you are welcome to come to our drive-through and walk-up grocery giveaway today until 2 p.m. and every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Kingdom Connection is located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. To contact us, you may call 720-859-1737. Also, you can join us live on live stream for all of our services. You can join us on Facebook at Bishop Israel Ade Ajala and on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries. Join us tonight at 7 p.m., Sunday at 8.30, 10 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. And finally, you can support this radio ministry to reach more people by going to adeajala.org. That's A-D-E-A-J-A-L-A.org and click on Donate. Every donation is tax deductible. Bishop, uh, this is definitely the word of the hour and for the season that we were in. You referred to Bishop uh, about perilous times mm -hmm. uh, in the scriptures. But Bishop, we are living in perilous times. Yes. And Bishop, as you, you uh, also shared that um, you, you started with the question in the beginning. You said, if, if you feel alone, mm -hmm. uh, if you feel abandoned, and mm -hmm. Bishop, um, I would say that there are some listeners who are listening to you and watching you right now who feel abandoned and who feel alone because of the perilous times that we're in. Mm. But sometimes, Bishop, when we have those feelings, the enemy comes in and tries to make us feel guilty mm -hmm. for feeling that way instead of us being able to experience the word and to know what to do when we feel that way. Bishop, what would you share with someone who feels guilty for feeling alone and abandoned and boxed in, so to speak? Well, let me first of all say guilt is not from God. Guilt is a tool of the enemy towards condemnation. If you constantly feel guilty, it's not from God. Conviction is from God. Your heart is convicted. You feel sorrowful. Guilt means, oh, I caused this, I brought this on myself. Not, I mean, there are times when guilt is as a result of the fact that you are busted. Uh, it's an emotion of, oh, they found me out. Now, guilt always produces shame. Guilt always produces shame. Now, you can confess. In other words, you say the same thing as God over a particular situation. Lord, I was wrong. Lord, I blew that one. That's confession. But it's different from living your life in guilt. Do you understand me? Now, you might say, but if I don't feel guilty, why would I uh, change? No. A lot of people that feel guilty and never change. You know, there are some listening to me today. There are some pastors, evangelists, Christians who are carrying guilt in their heart and still don't know what to do because majority of the people they are hanging out are justifying hate and are justifying bigotry. 
and are justifying an already long time held prejudices. But inside them, something is telling them, I'm bigger than this, I'm better than this. I'm to show love, I'm to show kindness, I'm to show empathy. So to be guilty is one thing, to be convicted is another thing. When you are convicted, you will be converted. Until you are convicted, there will be no conversion. I'm sorry is not a legitimate um, penitence. Saul was sorry three times. He even cried, oh, David, I sin I'm sorry, my son. And he still went ahead and pursued David again and again. So don't allow yourself to sit in guilt. Whether you are to the left or to the right, don't sit in guilt. Come to Jesus. Jesus will take the burden away. Jesus will take the guilt away. I was reminded as you are talking, Pastor Annette, of what Paul was writing in Timothy. And uh, in Timothy chapter, 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 12, Paul said, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Verse 13 says, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it in, ignorantly in unbelief. I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Paul didn't sit down in guilt. No, he confessed and appreciated the grace, the mercy of God that, that was open to him and counted him worthy. I don't care how much you have worked in hate in the past. I don't care how much guilt you are carrying. Let that guilt go. Come to Jesus. His mercy is available. His grace is available. His forgiveness has already been released over your life. It is for you to receive it. Receive his word. Don't join others to do evil. I don't care what you are, anybody says. You can't force me to join your group to do evil. You will never force me to join your group to put other people down. You will never join me to force your, to join your group. You will never force me to join your group to burn another property down in the name of protest. You will never join, I will never join you to do evil. No, when others are losing their heads, I keep mine. Because one thing I do know, brother, my, one thing I do know, sister, when you join the mob mentality, whether left or right, you produce error. You produce error. You look at individual and, and, and work with them on the basis of who they are, not on the basis of what the society talks about. You know, because remember this, and I'll leave this with you. Theocracy is a movement. It's not a government. Theocracy is a movement. In other words, the government of God over his people is a movement. It's not a government. And how do we expand that movement? It's not through legislation. It's through proselytization. Proselytization. In other words, you want to expand the rule of God. It's not through legislation. There is nowhere in the Bible 
in the New Testament where legislation every ever bring godliness. No, it's through the act of preaching the good news of the cross, the grace, the mercy, and the beauty of God. Now, the moment we begin to legislate theocracy, we are doing exactly what the ISIS and this, the, the, the Muslim fundamentalists were, were, were doing. And that will be walking straight away from the Bible. I believe in theocracy. I believe in the rulership of God over the land. I believe in the rulership of God over the country. But it comes through persuasion and the power of the Holy Spirit. It does not come through legislation. If you try it through legislation, you will produce a tyrannical nation. A nation where somebody can just say, this is what God said, let's go cut his head off. You may be happy in the beginning, but you are sowing seed of danger for your children in the future. The Bible says a time came that a king ruled in Egypt that knows not Joseph. Now, but when it is a, there is a power in the word of God. There is a power in the preaching. Paul said through the gospel, through the preaching of the gospel, that's why we are liberating people, not through legislation. And the people you are putting there to legislate have never even met God. So all they are doing is pandering to you and you are taking it hook, line, and sinker when the job that God has given you is to share the good news of Christ and let the Holy Spirit bring conviction. Don't sit in guilt. Come to Jesus. He will plead your case. Let me pray with you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you because you are faithful in everything you do. That's why you said in your, in your word, my thoughts are higher, my ways are higher. I ask that you bring your peace, your, 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 your rulership into our land by anointing our word, the anointed gospel that will bring conviction and also conversion into our lives. And bring your peace over this land Till we meet again next week, in Jesus' name, amen.